This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, Georgie, check for Dadsy. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. <whistles> only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in terms supply. See mcdonalds.com. Prize picks is daily fantasy sports made easy. How does it work? You pick two to six players and if they score more or less than their prize picks projection, you can win up to 25 times your money on any entry. Didn't get your picks in before the game started? No problem. You can get in the game for the second half. Sign up today using promo code FOOTBALL and get your first deposit instantly matched up to $100. Go to prizepicks.com or download the mobile app and enter code FOOTBALL to get your deposit match. Some restrictions do apply. See the website for details. Let's, let's move on swiftly from that. Grapes of the anus. <laughs> <laughs> Leicester City have a penalty kick in the sixth minute of injury time. Injury time. Injury time. Look out, take. Salmonia saves. Knock out, follows in. Salmonia saves again. And now Wapner on the counter attack. Forestieri. Oh, I don't believe this. Here's Hawk. Dini. I do not believe what I've just seen. Troy Dini has scored from a Leicester penalty that was saved by Al You're listening to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. My name is Justin. And I'm Carl. Oh, and I'm Pete. How's everybody doing? Are you all right? You all right, Carlos? Yes, good, mate. Good. Very yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. Pete, you all yeah. right? Not bad at all, thank you. Not bad at all. Are we looking forward to the Liverpool game then on uh, on Saturday? Early kick-off, never a good thing. You going, Carl? Uh, no, no, no. I've got better things to do with my life, like uh, watch grass grow or something like that. Yeah, oh. I, I, I won't be attending Anfield. Uh, 18 to 1, remember my aggregate. Yeah, you're a bit of a curse, <laughs> isn't you? You're a bit of a curse there, mate. Yeah, on. so I'm going to stay away. Um, hopefully it's a day to remember and Watford record a famous victory. Um, and, and I'll take that and, I, I, you know, I'd, I'd be over the moon. But no, I, I won't be um, I won't be going. In fairness, you not attending has kind of coincided with an upturn in many yes. performances. Well, many performances. Yeah. Yes, yeah, many so, performances. Yes. So shall I wear my green shirt on Saturday? That's the question. No, because oh. we're, we're starting the process. Yeah, but now. we only spoke about home games. With the unlucky green shirt, we didn't say anything about away games, particularly ones that are attending. The fact that you've actually um, named it the unlucky green shirt is enough for well, me to. <laughs> well, <laughs> that was a mistake on my part, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, that, what have that I done? is an admission of guilt. I have to say. What have I done? That's a really, really bad idea. That yeah, okay. Well, uh, what I'll do is 
I won't tell you what I'm wearing until after the game, and then the result will be the result, and then I'll let you know if I was wearing it or not. Okay, yeah, that's fine. Science, isn't it? Science. <laughs> <laughs> All for the name of science. It's about as scientific as it gets, isn't it? So it's been a while since we've done a, a podcast podcast, primarily because there hasn't been anything to talk about because there's been no football. But we have had some rather interesting little quizzes, which uh, lots of people now want to say, oh, I want to do that. We were get, we're getting random requests now. People going, oh, is there a chance of doing a World versus Cup? Yes, there is. Yes, there is. So I think we've got at least another three or four to record next week, mate. Excellent. Are you, are you, are you I'm over the moon. <laughs> yeah. Um, am I enjoying them? I don't know if uh, enjoyment is necessarily the, the, the correct term. I mean, it's a bit like grabbing stinging nettles sometimes doing that, doing those quiz. It's it, <laughs> a bit like yeah. the occasional yeah. dock leaf of relief. Yeah, 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 the occasional dock leaf of relief. But other than that, it, yeah, it's not great. It's not great. And, and, and do you know what? I have brain farts. Brain goes, this is the answer. Yeah. Mouth, mouth goes... Stefan Iverson. No. Stefan Iverson, yeah. yeah. Stefan Iverson. Yeah, yeah Stefan Iverson. Yeah, the first, the yes. first Watford player ever to score at Wembley was Alan Smart, of course. Yes, so. yes, okay. That's that's <laughs> two that you've you've chosen out of uh, how many, oh, however oh, many oh, questions I that I have I been asked. Neil Cox from Bolton, those sort of questions. Okay. Mind you, there's some spoiler alerts there, by the way, because some of those aren't released yet. So uh, look out for those <laughs> questions. <laughs> Look out for those questions when they when they turn up. So, yeah, if you want to get involved in the world versus Carl, uh, send us a DM either on Twitter or on Facebook and just say, yeah, I'd like to play the world versus Carl. If you haven't heard them, by the way, either check them out because they, they are very sweary. I have to say, normally I, we keep our podcasts PG friendly. We bleep the swearing and all the rest of it. On these, we let it go. We they, let it they've let Carl out of the box. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there's some um, there's some interesting phrases that are used that none of us have ever heard of, uh, but they're now very ingrained in the psyche of Watford fans. They're everywhere. t-shirts. They're definite t-shirts. But, I think some of them. What, there are piss there and are definitely arse. t-shirt options yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> what in the name of Arse's crust is that question? No sort of things. Yeah, yeah. They... <laughs> That one's yeah. bleeps. Yeah, I'm going to have to bleep all that lot. Yeah. So, yeah, World versus Carl, check those out because um, I think that could be a, a bit of a, a long run, that, mate, if your patience oh, and oh, nerves good. Oh, good. Oh, good. Yes. Good. Noticed... I have to say, they are they are very funny and we've left stuff on the on the editing room floor that hasn't made the cut. I mean, imagine that. We've actually gone, oh, no, that's gone a bit far. Let's take that away. Yes. But, but... <laughs> that, could, that could well be for Patreon if we ever do one. If you want to hear the unedited version, of uh, yeah. World versus Carl. Now there is some great stuff in there. To be fair, so yeah, check them out. I think they're really funny. I've listened to the, the one against Tom Wicks maybe three or four times, just just for when you get stuck on that whole uh, George Kirby question. That was just brilliant. Really made me laugh. You're, you're seeing side saddle for a lot of things these days, Carl. Is this a new? People... No, I'm I'm comfortable. Oh, is this your new comfort position? Is it? Is this? Uh... Yes, I've got a, I've got a footstool here, and the chair that my wife uh, enforced upon me from Ikea uh, is like sitting on a, um, a, a cold rock. So I, I'm convinced it's giving me piles oh, bit, oh, bit nice, by bit. So, nice. I've, so I've, I've decided to put my feet up. Mm, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll decide whether to leave that bit in or not. I'm not sure if we want to know about hemorrhoids, to be honest. I think, I think, I think, I think be... we, can, we can refer to them as the code name Farmer Giles. And Farmer, no Giles. Farmer Giles. Yes. Farmer Giles. <laughs> exactly. Yes, Farmer okay. Giles. Let's, let's move on swiftly from that. Grapes of the anus. <laughs> <laughs> You're not leaving me a lot of room on the cutting room floor here, are you? <laughs> 
I'm going to be swimming around in tape. <laughs> Can I just say, you guys were PG. We, we started the Twitter spaces, the language is gone, and now we're like a full-blown episode of Viz. It's like, yeah, it is, yeah. <laughs> it's like the thick of it. This is terrible. Right, there, okay. was no, there was no swearing in that comment, though. <laughs> well, no, but I can hardly leave grapes of anus in, can I? <laughs> of course you can. Can I, that? can I leave that in? Well, I'll see in the morning when I'm editing it. You'll know when it's released, whether I left it in or not. <laughs> I have to say, Grapes of Anus sounds like Therapy's disappointing third album. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) Oh, good Lord. Right, okay. So matters more serious then. Um, Where were we? So we've got a a, a nice couple of competitions running um, for a very nice prize, I think. I think this is a lovely prize. Very, very kindly donated from Watford Football Club. We've got two signed match-worn Jao Pedro boots, and we thought, well, we, we, we should give these away. So I, I, was, I was tempted to keep them. got to be honest. I thought, these look nice on my uh, on my shelf. No, no, I can't do that. Competition number one is for under-16s, and we're asking under-16s to draw a picture of Jao Pedro. It can be portrait. It can be an action shot. Whatever you like, just as long as you're drawing Jao Pedro. That's the main Use thing. your imagination, I would say. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We need you to send that to us via Twitter DM. Our Twitter handle is at DNSYE underscore podcast or via email, which is dnsyepodcast at gmail.com. And what we're going to do uh, when the competition closes on the 11th of April, we're going to send the entries to Peter Taylor, the mayor of Watford. He's going to judge them, pick out a winner, and then the winner will need to come to the ground to collect a lovely encased is that the right word peter yes it's in a it's in a display case with a mirrored back lovely it goes on a mantelpiece or a shelf proper proper good stuff looks really nice i've got to say so yeah you'll need to come in with a with a responsible adult or uh not many of them around what no i know (laughs) yeah exactly uh, and collect that from us uh, after a match towards the end of the season so under 16s get your thinking caps on and get your creative juices flowing get those pictures over to us and we'll send them to the mayor he's going to pick out a winner and you might win a really nice boot for the adults once the competition goes up I need you to follow us first of all uh, on Twitter I need you to retweet the competition and tag in three other accounts once you've done that your entry will be considered in and then I'm going to put all all the entries into like a random draw thing. I found an internet thing. It's like a Wheel of Fortune type thing. You put all the names on it, spins around, picks out a random winner. And same thing, really. Come to the ground after a match towards the end of the season. We'll hand over your lovely encased boot. And we might even take a picture of you for that one for our social media. So get involved in that. It's on our Twitter at DNSYE underscore podcast. I have to say fair play to the club here. Because let's face it, on Spaces or on here, we've not necessarily been the, um, how should we say, the kindest when uh, when they haven't been doing well, which let's face it has been most of the season, but they've actually you know they've they've come out there with a th- these boots are really nice. We've kind of uh, sprung to put them in a nice case and make them properly there without any requests for anything. They've made that available, so credit where credit's due. So uh, so good on them on this. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, couldn't say, say that you. better myself. Yeah, no, fair play to them. We we uh, we we try and be level headed and level minded here, but at the end of the day, we are fans. The idea of this podcast is that it's about opinions. People don't have to agree with them that that's what it is that's that's what we're all about opinions um and the fact that the club have acknowledged us in in that is 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 a big triumph for me so uh, you know all all credit to, to them and good luck boys and girls ladies and gentlemen absolutely and and whoever else that 
you, I what you def- yeah cut that bit. Yeah, I'll cut that bit. <laughs> <laughs> I was the trying sh- to say something sincere, and then the brain went no, 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 <laughs> I love the fact that your brain said political correctness and your, your mouth just went, no, I'm going to go in reverse here. I'm not going down this area. Well back. done. Well done, Come mate. Back. Well done. I'm going to try and say something correctly. No, not having any No, 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 no. <laughs> this is Barry from Watford saying, you are listening to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. Thank you. Wrong in 60 seconds. Carlos, I know you like a quiz. This is well oh. established. Okay. I'm like the, the, the circus creature that you get out to perform. Not at all. You know that. That's Not how I feel. I think it's I think you might find this a joy. Let's put it that way. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I think you might find this a joy. I think you'll enjoy this one. I'm not going to tell you what it is before I hit the uh, the the button to start the 60 seconds because <laughs> I don't want to prepare you for it. I want you to think on Thank your, you. on your synapses for this one. Okay? Because I think you had a little bit of a run up last time. I was sort of giving you clues as to what some of the answers might be. You went, "Oh, would 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 City be one?" Well, he's already got one right there, isn't he, before I started the clock. So, Oh, okay. So you're I, I you're going in dry. Pardon. So, what I'm going to do now <laughs> Oh no! What I'm going to do now, Carl? Is I'm gonna... I don't know if I want to. What has happened to our podcast? This has become, this this become filth barrel. It's terrible! It's like carry on podcast. <laughs> right. So, Carl, if you if you own a lubricant brand, you too can sponsor. <laughs> do not scratch your eyes. Oh good lord! Oh good lord! Right. So, Carl. Yes. Sixty seconds, my friend. I'm going to try and mark yes. these as I go. Peter, you might need to help me. Sixty seconds to name. Yeah. I think you're going to like this. As many Watford managers as you can go. Walt Mazzari, Graham Taylor, uh, Kike Sanchez Flores, um, 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 uh, Roy Hodgson. Oh God, I'm working back now. Uh, Nigel Pearson. Um, who else? Uh, Ray Lewington, Aidy Bufoy. Um, oh God, help me, Lord. Um, that's only eight. There's so many because we change them every week. Beppe Soninio. Um, have I said Walt Mazzara? I think I did. Uh, Kike Sanchez Flores, uh, Javi Gracia. Um, oh, 36 seconds they, they it. What? 36 seconds have passed. Go on, keep going. Oh, um, um, oh God, who else has managed us? There's so many that have managed us. Um, oh God, fuck my life. Uh, <laughs> that's, the, that's the other quiz. <laughs> no, sorry, sorry. Um, oh God, I see. Time's up. Your time's oh, up. Anyway, that was ho- that was hopeless. Well, you've had quite Ten. a lot to choose from. I'll tell you. We'll go through. I'm gonna. There's there's actually a list of fifty one. That I've yeah, been able to find. That. Okay. I mean, now now that I'm not under pressure, mm, you're going to say George um, Kirby, aren't you? Yeah, I was going to say Kirby. Yeah, <laughs> George Kirby, George, George. Well, there's a list. There's a list of fifty-one. Actually, it's fifty-one, and believe it or not, it gets to number nineteen before you get one. Okay, because this is, I think, in order of manager. So I'm going to rattle through this. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So <laughs> for the first one, I've got was Graham Taylor. Yeah, effectively. Yeah. Yes. So, okay. I'm going to rattle through these fairly quickly. John Goodall, Harry Kent. Fred Pagnum, Neil McBain. If you'd have got any of these, mate, I'd have been going, oh, that's a good pointless answer. That's a pointless answer. Bill Finley 
Jack Bray, Eddie Hapgood, Ron Gray, Hayden Green. That's two managers called Hayden. Interesting. Len Goulden, Johnny Payton, Len Goulden. Same. Oh, he came back, did he? Uh, Neil he came back. Neil McBain came back as well after many years. Uh, Ron Burgess. Now we're sort of coming into people, hey. people might know this territory. Bill McGarry, Ken yep. Furphy, my favourite, George Kirby. George Kirby. Mike Keane. Then we're into GT. Now we're into GT. Uh, so you got GT, you got Bassett. After Bassett was Peter Steve Harrison, correct. After Steve Harrison was Colin Lee. Very good. After Colin Lee, Steve Perryman. Very good. Then Glenn Roder. Yeah. Then then it was back. Well, momentarily it was back to GT again. It was. And then it was Kenny Jacket. Yes. And then it was GT again. Yes. And then it was Gianluca Viali. Yeah. And then it was Ray Lewington. Yeah. And then it was AD Boothroyd. Yeah. And then you can read your list because my brain's hurting. Okay. <laughs> After A.D. Boothroyd, Malky Mackay. Oh, oh, actually, course, after A.D. Yeah. Boothroyd, it was Brendan no, Rogers, wasn't it? It was Brendan Rogers. Brendan Rogers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think then Mackay, then Dyche, I think then Mackay, the I think Mackay may have been an interim before Brendan. I'm not sure because he's in there twice. I'd have to check that. So, yeah. Yeah, uh, he was. He was. Brendan Rogers, Malky Mackay, Sean Dyche, Gianfranco Zola, Giuseppe Saninio, Oscar Garcia. Garcia. Billy McKinley. Yeah. Slavisa yeah. Jakanovic, Kike Sanchez Flores, Walter Mazzari, Marco Silva, you missed. Mm, funny that. Funny that. <laughs> Avi Gracia, Kike again, Hayden Mullins, Nigel Pearson, Hayden Mullins again, Vladimir Rivic, Zisco Munoz, Claudio Ranieri, Roy Hodgson. So I think I, think, I think I caught all of them that you did, although I'm not absolutely sure. But I There was more erms in that, more um um, yeah, there was. Yeah, there's a lot of erms. So I'm just going to get my auto sum out here. Carlos. Yes. I think you got, if my math is correct. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Twelve. Oh, excellent! I'll take that. So, no, he didn't. Did he not? What did he? No, get? he so didn't. I thought he got well, Roy Hodgson. I thought he got Nigel right, Pearson. He, he got Garcia. Yeah. He got Masari. Garcia, Garcia, Garcia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got Flores. He got Sanino. Yeah. He got Boothroyd, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he did. He got Lewington. Yeah. Yep. Taylor. Yeah. Oh, I counted mm-hmm. Taylor twice, didn't I? I thought he got 10. Ooh. I mean, I'm, I'm just going to say this. I mean, you two have one job. I know. Okay? I know. This is you, a, had one, you had one job. Listen, listen, listen. I'll give you 11. I'm going to give you this, one more. This is a VAR decision. You gave me 12, so I'm taking 12. <laughs> I know. I counted Taylor twice. <laughs> in fairness, in fairness, Graham Taylor, he said twice, but he also said God. And Graham Taylor had three stints in charge, if you look oh, at that intro. So true. that's where it was. Very true. Very true. Okay, there we go. So that was wrong in 60 seconds. And you did very well again, mate. You did very well. No, I didn't. I did crap. Well, you didn't. You didn't do crap because out of 51, okay, so I wasn't this, expecting if, you to get 18. A, you shouldn't be, don't ever be a teacher because if you went to parents' evening, all the naughty children, you say, oh, oh, Jeremy, he does very well and he's he's quite a nice boy and he tries so hard. Rather than being honest with him, say, Jeremy, you shit. You, your attitude's all wrong. You, you stink at maths. <laughs> and, well, and that's it. Okay. I mean, I, I could say, how did you forget Ivic and Yukanovic? Well, and, and, because, and because it's such a short stint. Yeah, e- 11, I think you got. Peter thinks you got 10. I originally thought, I think I got 12. I'm going to go for 11. Yeah. That's the mean average of those. So, well done, mate. That was another. Great quiz, guys. <laughs> Again, I never said it was going to be of any quality. <laughs> That's why people tune into this stuff because of the quality output that we put out there. Is this what you think? Is this what you think? Are you told this? Are you getting like feedback from people saying, "Oh, it's definitely the quality of your output that makes me tune yes. in"? Yes. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, people see Carl and just think quality output. That's what it is. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a word association. 
Oh, actually, yeah, that might be. No, I'm not going down that Freudian nightmare. We'll leave that one out. Um, well done anyway, mate. Uh, I think you did Thank well. Thank you. I'm going to say 11. That's going to be the final score. 12. 11. Hi, this is Peter Kennedy, and you're listening to Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, I'm Ashley Blaker, and I'm hosting a new season of the comedy panel show, Never Write Off the Germans, in partnership with my diesel claim. Join me and my esteemed comedy guests as we discuss all that's ridiculous with the greatest show on earth this winter in a host nation with domestic football equivalent to the Isthmian League South. We'll guide you through the tournament covering everything that's funny with the countries taking part. Whether you're a diehard fan... Or an occasional bandwagon jumper just supporting your home nation until they're embarrassingly knocked out by Iran. Listen on the Sports Social Podcast Network or wherever you get your podcasts. But remember, never write off the Germans. So I finally got round to reading the Troy Deeney autobiography. Uh, spoiler alert, uh, he didn't lift the FA Cup and at the end he goes to Birmingham. But there was yeah. a, a... Sorry, chaps. There was a, a passage in there that I, I read and I thought... This is this is quite interesting. So we've kind of been wondering why the the turnover of managers didn't really seem to affect the team historically, but recently maybe it has. And, and I'm going to try and read this uh, verbatim. This is on page 171. I've got to say, 171 pages in, you, you are struggling with this book. It's not the best book in the world. He says there was so much mixed messaging. A manager would be sold to us and then sacked. It was the unpredictability of it in a situation when everything's supposed to be predictable in football and ordered and organised but it didn't affect our results we refused to let it derail us I think that says an awful lot about the mental strength of our group of players and he then goes on to say what was strange about it was it didn't matter who the manager was we had a nucleus of players who understood how things worked at the club everything you would say to propel a team to be successful all came from the players because the players were good enough we blocked out the chaos and made our own camp within the camp so I think what he's saying there is that the, the, the mental strength of the, the players in the in the dressing room around that time was it didn't really matter who the manager was because they knew their jobs, they knew what they were doing, and they were, quote-unquote, a team, if you like, a squad. Whereas that obviously doesn't seem to work on a bunch of players that have just been thrown together. If, yeah. you, if you look at this season and you look at the, the dressing room, there's not a, a, a team as such. It just seems to be individuals that have been sort of lumped together, if you see what I mean. That's my big thing with recruitment, though, and what I keep banging on about, because if that is your mentality, or if that is your, your ethos on how you run a club, then surely your recruitment has got to be built in and around that with that in mind. You know, when you're bringing players in, it's a case of, look, there's a good, there's a good opportunity here that the manager is going to be coming and going left, right and centre. What we're trying to build is, you know, a, a bond within inside the club and I, I just I don't know I just think that, that as you've just said it's all sort of kind of thrown together at you know last minute and so, rushed so what you need just, is you need a Troy Deeney like character in the dressing room who's going to lead that and once he's been removed yeah. that disappears and crumbles and, and, and I think not only Troy Deeney somebody like Aurelio Gomez I think had a massive mm-hmm, impact yep. in that backroom um, you know side of things I think he was a big thing and that's kind of what you would look upon maybe Ben Foster trying to be but I think again you know, don't, no disrespect to him. I, I think his his mind and heart is elsewhere doing other things and not really yeah. at the club. You know, in that in that sense of, of trying to get that group together. No, well, he's distracted by external hmm. things, isn't he? I think. Ben yeah, Foster. which is you know, it is what it is. You know, it, it shouldn't be a, a a player's responsibility necessarily to. They have a responsibility, but you know, not necessarily to do the finer details about the, the bonding stuff. You know, I think that does come in any walk of. In, 
um, employment, sport, whatever it is. Mm. I think there's a, coaches, you know, they have impacts on people. That's, that's been proven in, in so many different areas, not just football. Do, do you think then that taking a, a big character like Troy Deeney out of the setup has kind of unbalanced everything? Even though he didn't have much of a role last season on the pitch, he kind of stopped mm. playing, didn't he? March time, uh, effectively. He didn't really play after March and then... You know the results picked up possibly because we weren't playing a, a shape that favoured Troy. We, we, we were trying mm. something different, but his presence in the dressing room, uh, I don't think, could have been overestimated, and, and maybe that could be a reason why things aren't quite as together now. I don't know. I don't know. Do you, uh, what do you it's, think, Peter? <clears throat> I mean, the, the book itself. I mean, I you know I told you what I thought. I didn't think it was as revelatory as it might be from somebody like Troy who. Speak, you know, was known for speaking his mind, but I think that's probably out of respect for the club and the ownership, and you know, and, and for the fans. So, you know, fair, fair play to that. What do I think in terms of him? I think that all of the stuff that you read through in the early part of the book, in terms of his upbringing, and of course, when he kind of went into when he went into the nick and he had to come back out, I think you had somebody there who, uh, by his you know, his upbringing and the circumstances he went through was very, very mentally strong. And he, I think, appreciated the fact that the vast majority, because not all, when he did come back out of Nick, that the, the club gave him a chance and the fans gave him a chance. And he just had this mental kind of resolution that it, it, it was on him and that he was going to do it. And sometimes he picked and, you know, picked the, the club up and dragged them kicking and screaming. Sometimes he got it wrong. If you remember against people like Huddersfield and Leeds, he got a sending off when it really wasn't needed at the time. You know, he went, he went over the top and didn't get the balance right. Mm. But of somebody who would go into that dressing room and say, look, regardless of, you know, what name is on the head coach's door, we do it this week. We go again and we bring them together and, you know, basically to giving people bollockings if needs be, but saying this, these are the rules. This is the, these are the standards. That was what he did. We don't seem to have that. I mean, you mentioned there Gomez and the difference for me between Gomez and Foster, because I think they're both, they were both brilliant, mature goalkeepers. But if you think about Gomez and you think about one thing, think about what happened every time we scored, every yeah. time oh, we scored, celebrate with us, went, didn't absolutely nuts mm. now you can imagine if you're a teammate of Aurelio Gomez and you see that you know how committed he is you don't see that from Ben I mean you don't see that from many other keepers in fairness and I'm sure Ben will have, have his kind of the way he talks and interacts with people in a different way but I think we've missed something of that I think we've missed we've lost some of the element about who we're playing for and why it makes a difference and I think that was so notable against Norwich you know when when Roy Moore in the 1881 and you know all of the guys came out and they had the pyrotechnics to really try and fire up an atmosphere. Um, they just didn't show. Nobody showed up that night. It was, it was, it was poor. Mm. That would have been the kind of moment when Troy would have said, this ain't good enough. And I think we've, we've missed that. Yeah. Um, I think also when that passage, when he's talking about it, um, when he's talking about it, I think the level of player that we had um, and especially in the championship, it has to be remembered. It's in the championship. Um, on that particular one, we had players like Abdi. You know, we suddenly had an influx of players, you know, Christ, you know, Angela, Batocchio for crying out loud, somebody yeah. who was a squad player, but what quality he had. And that's before we talk about, you know, uh, you know the likes of Vidra and the fact that Odione Gallo came in. We had some real quality who were all determined to do something for the club. 
and they needed to do it to make it. What we'd done this time uh, against what Mr. Duxbury had said the, the, you know, back in the close season, we have actually gone back and we've gone and bought established premiership players again. Say what you like about it. Mm. But Danny Rose, um, even uh, Joshua King and Sissoko, who's probably been the best out of the lot of them, or established you know, premiership players. Were they playing for the big move that they want to have? Probably not. They're they're, they're eking out a retirement plan, maybe. You're absolutely right. What, about, what do you think, Carl? Do you, do you think that might be a key into into why we're kind of this time round it's not firing properly? There, there has to be something. There has to be something. Mm. Managers change. We know that at Watford, you know. It's, yeah. it's something that we're used to. It's like a merry-go-round. So there, there has to be some glue somewhere that's missing, to my mind. And that passage just shone a light on it to me. But what do you think? Yeah, I think you just you've just touched it there. I think the, the the glue that binds it is is what's missing. It's that those little bit, you know, in football, anybody that's been in and around football, whether you've played it, whether you watch it, at some point things don't go your way, and and you know heads drop. And as a, any team sport, it's about galvanising and getting those 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 group of people together to mm. pull in one direction. Mm. And and I don't think that's there at the moment. I don't think we've got that. You know, I keep harping on about it, but and Peter just mentioned it there a second ago. You know, we've brought in established Premier League players. We've brought in established players in the sense of their careers. You know, what they hope to achieve in their careers now. You know, mm. Kutchka probably turned up this season thinking I'll play a handful of games yeah. and I'll come on I and think, do. I think so. And, yes. Yeah, and he's he's played the majority of the season, and and I can't fault his effort. No. You know, but he's not. He's, he, he's not the player that, you know, for somebody that's going to go and replace Will Hughes, the Tom yeah. Cleverley. Yeah, yeah, Will Hughes and Tom Cleverley's and, 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 you know, Tom's coming to, to a different stage of his career now. It's whatever's going on upstairs and, and, the, and, the, play, and the players that have been fed into that now, that group, the, the mix just isn't right currently. Um, and it probably isn't going to take a huge amount to fix it. That's the frustrating thing. It's just a little do you bit think, of... Do you think that? Because I, I feel yeah, as if it's I, going to I take do. a I... long time to fix this now because you've now got to get a nucleus of players together again that will be yeah. against the whole managerial changes. It'll be, well, it doesn't matter what happens there because we're strong, we know what we're doing, we'll, we'll fight yeah. for each other. I, I, I get that side of it. And I, and I again, I've, I've said it before, I've been quoted on it, I, I don't agree with that situation but I'm also not on the fence of get the owners out they don't know what they're doing anymore no, you no, know, no. because they do, they, they do they do so much good um, no, but, I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm not suggesting that. No, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying you are. But I just think I'm there has to be a there has to be something that sparks those players into life to try and fight for each I, other and to I, and to play their best. And there's the managers aren't doing it, so something else has to. And yeah, I I, I completely agree with what you're saying. I and I, I I don't disagree with that at all. I I think that there's a lot of change that has to happen from a playing staff point of view, which I think is the the ball's already started moving in in that court with regards to uh, the new goalkeeper coming in. I think there's a a lot of young players in and around that are out on loan, you know, going forward into the championship could could be a good thing. But I think there is a massive clear out that needs to happen at the club. Mm. I think there's a lot of bang average players there currently. Yeah. That, that that aren't going to do it honestly and truthfully. I think we're we're all in a, in a, in agreement that going into this championship season, if we if we are to be relegated, which is looking like it ain't going to be the same as it was last time. No. We're we're in for a right old dogfight. We are. Um, I'm, 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 I think there's a couple of other things which which may be the case, and we've mentioned about the Pozzo network, the scouting network. Yeah. Um, and, and we think that, that that's not working as it was. I mentioned earlier on some of the players that we brought in who were who who were just in the championship were great. 
and then we kind yeah. of changed it for the Premiership. And I, I think that some of the it, the proof will be in the eating next season if we do go down. I think a lot of the players in the Pozzo network will be too good for the Championship, not good enough for the Premiership. I think that's possibly where we are. Mm-hmm. So I think next season might be better than a struggle if we do go down because I think they've got access to those players. Um, on the on the Twitter spaces that, that that we've been doing, which have been fantastic, and people have rung in and given their opinions, and it's been really interactive, which has been absolutely fabulous. But some people will come in and say, look, you know, the, the fear is that we're going to do a derby, that we're going to fall down. And then in in however many years time, we're going to be, you know, kind of staring down the the, the barrel of, uh, of insolvency or, or, uh, or, or going into administration. Derby went down in 2008, 2009. That's a hell of a long time ago. Yeah, that's 12 um, years, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And they started spending money when they did not have the money. The one thing that the Potsos do have with this network is access to players. So I think there's, there's, there's some reason for hope. For me, this season, and there's a couple of things, or a particular thing here. If I say to you, do not think of a white rabbit what do you think of? Yeah, a white rabbit straight away, absolutely. White rabbit, right. Yeah. Yeah. right. There is a relegation clause in your contract that you will now lose your wages by 50% when you go down. How does that feel to you? That suddenly gives a player a great cause for concern. It's financially prudent. It may be absolutely necessary, but it's potentially become a self-fulfilling prophecy in the same way as don't think of a white rabbit leads you down that route. Mm. That's there. That's another thing in the back of a player's mind. It's another thing in a player's mind when they're negotiating their contract and they might move to, oh, I don't know, Crystal Palace, when we actually think there's a player we could build up, you know, a team around. Mm. Um, you know, we lost will hughes on the back of something along those lines we still don't quite know why or how he went on but there was a player who i think we could have built something around it's taken a while for loser who i think is a a super little player to come in and really kind of cut that out but we'd lost half a season by that point and that's why we're staring down the barrel as we are now and why roy is looking at having to get you know a good level of uh performances and results out of these last what nine games Mm. When you when you look at the, the the facts, there's nine games left, you know, and and when you've got Ray Lewington calling them all cup finals, I, I, that that heaps on a load more pressure as well. If you ask me, I think if you just go out and say, lads, you got nothing to lose now. Listen, it's it, you're looking at relegation. Go and enjoy your football. Play, just play. I think when you start putting pressure on for cup finals and stuff, I, I just don't think that's very helpful to be honest. But well, I mean, the, the the problem is the game. As they they always say, the game is littered with players who can really play when they're two 0 down or two 0 up. When there's nothing on it and the freedom kind of comes in, they they can play. You know, we've got good players. We don't have a good team. Yeah, that's, that's fundamentally that's where the it. problem comes in. That's exactly um, it. Yeah. And, and it's very hard to get a good team when there is constant change of not just coaches, but of a management philosophy and a way of playing each time. Because every time you're doing it, and we, we'd said it when Roy first came in, he takes he takes nine to ten games, something in that region, to start getting results. And you, you said it at the time, Justin, we don't have nine or ten games to, to do that. So we'll see how he goes. Obviously, fingers crossed, and everybody will back him, mm. uh, you know, uh, starting with Liverpool on Saturday to the hill. But have we made it hard for ourselves? Cool, blimey, not much. Absolutely. Yeah. I said it before. I said it, um, the, the Claudio Ranieri appointment, you know, when we got relegated last time, we, we made a huge error in bringing Kike Sanchez Flores back for that period of time. And I think inevitably that, that period cost us. And by the time Nigel Pearson came in, the writing was all kind of already on the wall. Um, yeah, he did he do gave, a little bit of a turnaround, didn't he? he did start yeah, his... he, he had a good, he had a good crack at it. There was, a, there was a few good results. You know, obviously Liverpool being the the standout performance for that time. But 
it, 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 I don't know, it just feels a little bit history repeating itself again uh, with, with, with this season. And, you know, that's, if I'm looking at it from a, um, I don't know, whatever you want to call it, but it, it's kind of like, well, you've done this twice now. You know, you, you've, you've repeated the, the same mistake. You know, what, what is going on? You know, yeah. Yeah. Well, let's see. Listen, we've had a break for what seems like forever. I can't even remember. I've enjoyed it. it. I don't know about you. Yeah, it's I know, been lovely, I know. mate. I've done all I've sorts of stuff. I've Brighton. Yeah, exactly. I've done all kinds of stuff. Um, but yeah, football's back. So let's see how we go. Let's see how we go. Hi, this is Amin Abdi and you're listening to Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. So finally, um, make sure you join us after the Liverpool match on Twitter for Twitter Spaces. We'll run that up pretty close to full time actually as you're not going Carl um, no, and Pete you'll going. be around I, I, I will indeed I will indeed so final whistle after that game we'll run up Twitter spaces make sure you join us it's a fairly simple idea you listen in uh, via Twitter uh, and then if you want to talk you just press a button I know that you want to talk because I get a request through I let you in you have your say been really good they've been really enjoyable actually those the, the Twitter spaces that there's always a good mix of opinions occasionally you get a, a an opposition fan on um, that isn't welcome but most of them are pretty good and well behaved now occasionally you get an idiot don't you it's very rare yeah every village has one so absolutely <laughs> absolutely um, well I think, I think I think if I remember rightly Terry who, who's quite a regular and comes on. So if you do listen in, do 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 request and say hello, even if you want to, especially actually if you want to disagree with everything everybody said. But Terry did describe us as the most positive thing on a night that we lost 4-0 away to Wolverhampton Wanderers. <laughs> and to, talk about damning with faint praise. <laughs> We've never been described as positive in any situation. No, no, no. no, no that was, that's absolutely right. Yeah, I mean, we actually did one at half-time, I think, in the Wolves game because we were 3-0 yes. down at half-time. I was like, uh, yeah. right. Apoplet- Apoplectic, yeah, yeah. I almost cancelled the full time one. Yeah, so join us. It, it'd be a pleasure to uh, to have you on and, and for you to have your say. I, I think you'll enjoy it. It's it's, it's a little bit of banter. It's uh, it can be a bit sweary, so you might want to ask the kids to go and play in another room while we uh, while we do that one because we can't control everybody else. Unfortunately, we can't even control Carl to be honest. No. <laughs> Do not Time to say goodbye. So, uh, any predictions for the Liverpool game, Carl? We'll lose. That's a fair prediction. I, would say. <laughs> I don't know what else you want me to say. No, no um, I think you're right. I, I, I'd love just to keep the score down, just so it's not humiliating. Honestly and truthful, no. I just want to see a performance. That's that's all. Just to, just something to take away from that game. Yeah. You know, some some positivity. We we had it at Southampton. The performance was good. You know, it wasn't perfect, but I don't want perfect. I just want a performance um, and, and that's all I can ask for really yeah Peter what do you think um, I imagine that as it's not a Senegal game that uh, Ishmael Assar probably won't be available um, <laughs> actually actually if we wear the green shirt if we wear the green shirt he might play that's what that's the idea just put us in a Senegal kit we'll be fine yeah, yeah. Um, no you'll see Sadio Mane and turn up I think, I mean, we talked about Nigel Pearson earlier on. Nigel Pearson's first game was away there and we lost 2-0, but we put in a hell of a mm. performance. And I agree with Carl. Just go there and not have a go, not be stupid, but let's be organised, stop them and try and hit them on the break. And I think the the joy from the Southampton game was, of, was from Cucho and from Yao Pedro. He of the boot competition, by the way. Oh, yes. Um, really putting in a shift and looking looking dangerous on the break and trying to hunt down when, when people are making kind of errors at the back. Not that I'm anticipating Van Dyke making a plethora of errors, but, um, you know, trying to kind of 
go at it with some tempo and some enthusiasm and then take that into the next games, which are hopefully a little bit more winnable. Not a free swing, because otherwise Pidge will go berserk if I call it a free swing. Yeah, he doesn't yeah, like that, does uh, no. but, but it's it's certainly one where, you know, just have a go and take what comes. Absolutely. Those home games, though, our home form's been so poor. I mean, normally you'd think, yeah. oh, they're home games. We should be all right, but, oh, man, you just don't know. Yeah, season. we go. you go into those dreading them a little bit, don't you? That's you do how I... Yeah, well, I don't do forget, we're going to experiment with seats and shirts and stuff, Carl. We yes, might, exactly. between yeah, us, science. we might be... <laughs> We might, between us, be able to find a winning formula. You never know. And, and that's the important thing, Justin, what we do on this podcast. We we test science and, and theory to its absolute destruction to try and um, yeah. help our team get that's a it. result. I know. This is, this is like Brian Cox's infinite monkey cage. That's exactly <laughs> what it is. That's exactly what it's like. Welcome to Radio 4. You're listening yeah, this to- is Radio 4. <laughs> <laughs> nice one alright chaps well listen I'll catch up with you all after the Liverpool game on Twitter Spaces time to say goodbye yeah so uh, enjoy the game on Saturday if you're going catch you after see you later on you ones you ones you ones Sports Social Podcast Network it's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? <whistles> At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery free in terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. Talk sport. Powered by fans.